Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss PMPA's latest March 2021 Business Trend Report. Thanks, Miles. I am really looking forward to hearing about this. You just finished this shortly ago and came bouncing into my office. I could tell you've got fun stuff to share, so why don't we get started? Well, I'll, I'll just jump right to the title, Carly. March precision machining industry sales explode to a new high record in March of 2021. Whoa, explode explode as in up 16.9% over February, which itself was unseasonably high. Wow, I can't wait to hear these numbers. It's not a typo, it's really impressive. In March 2021, the PMPA's Business Trends Index increased 22 points from 130 to 152. That's a 16.9. Can we, between friends, can we call that a 17% increase? I think we're safe saying that, yeah, yeah. All right. That's an all-time high for the index, Carly. And quite frankly, that's the largest month-to-month increase that I can remember seeing as long as I've been here. I, you've never mentioned a number that big to me before when it comes to business trends. It's, it's amazing. And we checked the data, so we, we had to, you know, we did Santa on the data, right? We made the list. We checked it twice. and Knowing you, you checked it three times. Well, we did. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the other point is we had 75 of our manufacturing member companies. These are the shops that make parts on contract for, for OEMs. 75 members shared their data both in actual performance and their sentiment indicators. So that's solid peer-to-peer data. It really is. And, you know, what was interesting is it's, it's facts and it's sentiment. And so that 17% increase in sales, well, let's just save this for a little later on. But how much overtime do you think it took for us to get an, that 17% increase compared to the prior month? Let's think about Ooh, l- that. A little teaser? A little teaser. Okay. So it looks like this chart's going up. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. in general. Diagonally, it's from left to up. right. This is good. <laughs> when, when we're talking about sales, huh, that slope to the, upward to the right is a great, a great, uh, great signal. The interesting thing was... You know, we'd been trading in a very tight range there of just a few points since since last November. And all of a sudden, we're up 22 points. I mean, 17% is a chunk. That is a big chunk. Okay, so we're always talking about you have a number, but you got to compare it to another number so you know what your number means. So why don't you give us some perspective here? You know, perspective is important, and I'm so glad you brought that up. 17% increase sounds big. Yes. 
But if you remember back last April, we were down at 84. Now we're at 152. We're almost 100%. I think it's an 81% increase from the April low. So perspective compared to last April at our lowest, we're up 81%. That's crazy. Quite a jump. You, you used the right word when you said explode. Explode it was the proper <laughs> verb. So the interesting thing about working at PMPA is we're better together and we collaborate. And one of the things that I count on is the people that I work with, well, they send me things they think I might be interested in in my email. And you sent me something this morning from Business Insider. Do you remember what it was? Oh, I sent you a lot. Is that the one about the GDP going up? Yeah. How much did the GDP go up? Do you uh, remember? Uh, 6.4% for the first quarter. Absolutely. 6.4% increase quarter one annualized. 6.4%. I went ahead, and I'm not sure that I did the annualization, But I compared our business trends average for the last quarter of 2020 to the first quarter, now that March is in for 2021, and we were up 7.03%. Up 7%. That's 1% higher than, or six-tenths of a percent higher. It's higher. That's higher than than the GDP. Than GDP. We are outperforming. GDP growth in our precision machining shops. Well, it does make sense considering the GDP. I mean, we are we we help that GDP go up to begin with. So we're going up. It's going up. That's right. You don't ship appliances, cars, <laughs> uh, airplanes, or other high tech stuff without components made by our shops in it. But what was really interesting to me, Carly was that while our sales were up 16.9, excuse me. Yeah, make it simple. And GDP, we beat GDP up 7% compared to 6.4. We only did it by increasing our shop overtime schedule by a little over a half an hour for the month. Six-tenths of an hour. We went from, uh, I think it was 43. 3.5 3.5 to 44.1 wow. hours scheduled of overtime. So that was some productive time we had there. If it's a half hour is nothing. I think, you know, I think that anything that had been produced <laughs> and had not been shipped got hoovered out of the system yeah. by hungry, hungry customers uh, because we certainly didn't produce Seven, an extra 17% with only a half an hour extra scheduled overtime. That makes more sense. Yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was interesting. So what else are we learning here today? Well, GDP is one thing we can compare to for perspective. The other is we could compare ourselves to our, our fellow athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Our industrial producers and our manufacturing output. And when we look at the Fed's data for March, the total industrial production increased 1.4%. Remember, we're up 169 Call it 17%. 
I think you like saying 16.9, call it 17, because it is a pretty, pretty number. I don't get to, <laughs> I don't get to talk about double-digit numbers very often in terms of sales increases, for sure. In March, the Fed's manufacturing production output increased 2.7 percent. Hmm. 2.7. 2.7. Clearly, our shops are outperforming the manufacturing and industrial industries that we're a part of. That tells me that demand will continue to be strong for our products in the months ahead. That sounds like a solid insight. So that was actual data. And I know you ask about sentiment looking ahead. What do you have to report on that? So the two facts that we ask our participants is what are net sales and what is the hours of scheduled work. And those are the only facts we ask for. We then ask for four sentiment indicators. For the next three months coming, we ask them, what do you think is going to happen for net sales? for lead time, for employment, and for profitability. Those are the four forward-looking indicators that we track. So are you going to walk us through those? Sure, let's do it. Sales outlook. In March 2021, 32 of our 75 reporting companies, that's 43% of our respondents, expected sales volume for the next three months to increase. Okay, we got 43% on the increase. Another 38 companies, or 50%, expect the sales to remain the same. That's good too, right? Oh, yeah. That's paying the bills. 43% and 50%. We're at 97%. 93%. 93%. You're stuck on that 17%. Ah, 17. You just, you're just celebrating that. But I yeah. am. That's... that's that's <laughs> burned into my brain. 93% is incredibly impressive. It is. That leaves 7% who think that they're already at their peak and might, might demand might soften for the next three months. Okay, so that's positive. That's very positive. Now, what about lead times? Right. Do you even know what lead times mean when we say that, Carly? Um, I have. I know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to actually speak yeah. On it. Right. So in schools, in private education, there is no lead time. You come and it's, <laughs> you know, class is in session. It's true. For us, lead times is if we're full, when will the next opportunity be for you to put an order in into production? So if I have uh, lead times are short, then you can get right in. Think of choosing the wrong lane at the supermarket or the bank. I have a gift for choosing the wrong lane. Okay, so that's, that is lead time. Right. I get it. I get it. Lead times mm -hmm. in our industry right now show that everybody gets the wrong checkout lane. Uh-oh. <laughs> lead Long times. Lines. Lead times are at the highest level of demand that they've been in the last two years. Wow. In March 2021... 31 shops, 41% of our respondents, expect lead times to further increase. Demand for our production 
demand for our components exceeds available time and supply to produce. Wow. 36 shops, 55% of our respondents expect the lead times to remain the same over the next three months. 96%, did I add that right? You got that one. 96% of our shops expect our lead times to increase or stay the same. We're going to be busy for wow. the next three months. That's only 4% of the shops that think that's going to decrease. Wow. Right. Very busy. Right. Order early, folks. That's right. <laughs> Order early. <laughs> that's right. Okay, let's see. The third sentiment was employment. And uh, it's a daily discussion, the need for employment employees. It's just ever-present. It, it is. We need talent in every position in our shops. We really do. And, and if you're listening and you're not familiar with our shops, um, we actually remained employed as essential manufacturers throughout last year and the pandemic. Uh, our essential manufacturing employees continued to work as well as received the uh, stimulus checks as well. So it was very good to be manufacturing it employee even good. in the darkest times. Mm -hmm. Well, in March 2021, the prospects for employment continue to improve in manufacturing in our industry. 32 shops, there's that 43% again, of our respondents expect employment demand to increase in the next three months. Guess what? Only six shops, 8%, expect them to decline. Mm. The majority of respondents, 36 shops or 49%, believe that employment prospects will remain the same. 92% of our responding companies expect positive or level employment for the next three months. That's another high indicator. Absolutely. And parents, if you've got someone living in your basement that needs to find a career, you really ought to talk to somebody in our precision machining industry because we know your kid has talent. They just haven't been able to find a good match. We need talent. We've got that match. And or if you were employed in one of those industries that got shut down because they weren't essential, you might be looking for a career change. This is the way to go. 92% of our shops <laughs> are optimistic on the chances of you being hired over the next three months for a great career job. Okay, so the last indicator is profitability. And you gotta talk about profitability. We're not doing this just for practice. So that MBA degree is coming out in our podcast again. Ta-da! Absolutely. Profitability is, it's, it's why we're here, right? The outlook for profitability is the only thing that softened this month of, of March. And I think, this is conjecture, but I think it's because the prices for raw materials are skyrocketing too. Oh, yeah. That'll really uh, shorten the margin there when you're looking at profits. Margins have been trimmed. The staples have been recycled. And, <laughs> and they're trying to extract the ink off the paper. I'm telling you. 
25 of our shops, that's a third of our respondents this month, do expect profitability to, to improve over the next three months. That's, that's, that's hopeful. good. We'll yeah. take that. We'll take it. Yeah. Okay. 40 shops, or 54%, expect the profitability to remain the same. So 87% of our shops see profitability in a positive light. Okay. 87? I mean, we've been talking pretty big numbers here. 87 seems small, but it's really not. So the, the, <laughs> the challenge for us in content creation is, is having a, a spectrum of adjectives. Uh-huh. And so at, at 90%, do you, you, you drop back one level of strength of adjective, right? No, so yeah. it's, it's incredibly strong. It explodes higher. We're not even at 90% on, on profitability. <laughs> right? 87% would be great any other time, right? It really is. We're disappointed at 87%. We have very high standards High here, standards indeed. <laughs> 10 shops, 13%, compared to four shops last month, that was 6% expect profitability to decrease. So the number of pessimists has, has more than doubled. Mm. Do you so, think that's to do with the price of raw materials? I think it's difficult to make a profit if you can't operate because you can't get you can't the feedstock you need. Mm -hmm. I do. And the same thing for talented employees. Right. If, if I need to have three more people to run machines and I don't have them, we're not running. Need someone to run those machines. So for profitability, I'm saying that profitability outlook remains quite positive as opposed to strongly positive based on the fact we're no longer above 90%. Gotcha. All right. So let's get back to the facts and your favorite number of this podcast. How did we get that jump of 16.9 or shall we call it 17 percent sales increase did you gave us a little teaser in the beginning was it the spike was there a spike in overtime the average length of first shift hours that we ask our respondents that's a fact it increased by six tenths of an hour uh, from 43 and a half hours scheduled in february to 44.1 hours that were scheduled in march now, this goes back to that employment sentiment this way. Mm -hmm. Not only if you get a career in our industry do you get a good wage, but as you can see, we're scheduling almost 10% overtime. Mm. Despite having 10% overtime scheduled, we still pulled in 17% increase in sales. I think that it was just very high demand. My guess is every shipper in our industry shops mm -hmm. went home on weekends and iced their feet. <laughs> <laughs> if they went home on weekends. If they right? went home on weekends. There was, there was a lot of freight being loaded and marked, packed, and, and loaded in March, yeah. according to this, this data. So... 64% uh, of our shops that reported scheduled overtime in March. Again, great career, essential manufacturing. This is how we beat the Fed. Wow. Okay, so 
Let's, that's a lot of information. Can you give us a little summary? I, I can. I'll give it to you in four bullet points. Okay. 93% of our shops expect sales to remain level or increase for the next three months. 96% of our shops anticipate level or increasing lead times. That means we're busy. Order early. 92% of our responding shops expect employment to remain the same or increase over the next three months. That's all great news. Yes. Profitability. Sadly, only 87% of our shops <laughs> think the profitability will remain the same or increase over the next Miles, three months. I can see the sarcasm dripping off your microphone right now. <laughs> well, Joe can get it off when he hits the edit, but... Yes, the overall sentiment for profitability remains quite positive, suggesting that demand will continue to exceed our available capacity for at least the next three months. Well, I got to tell you that it is just positive all around. Do you have any other final thoughts? Uh, I I'd, I'd like to say I think one one more thing, Carly. The data that we've just discussed here really does justify the optimism that I've been exhibiting over the last year. Mm -hmm. I've tried to be a, a beacon of positive news and not letting all these, you know, anecdotes one at a time, you know, cripple us. Right. Right? But as we can see, <laughs> we're outperforming the Fed's uh, benchmarks. We're outperforming manufacturing. We're outperforming industry. We're outperforming GDP. Um, there's a reason for us to be optimistic. And if I were a businessman and I had 17% higher sales in a month <laughs> and I had knowledge that the interest rates available to me for financing are probably at the lowest they're going to be Ooh, that's for true. the next couple of years. Yeah. I would be using my optimism to bank on improvements so that when things soften in the future, we'll be still well prepared to do our best to make parts that the world needs. That makes sense. I mean, take advantage of the situation we're in right now. You're right. There's a sweet spot and we've hit it. There is. So recognize, recognize just how special March is and help your banker understand what a great opportunity it is to help you help your performers reach new levels in 2021. That wraps up today's podcast on PMPA's March 2021 Business Trend Report. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources, even a link to this report. Ta-da, it'll be in the show notes. So you also don't want to forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast because, let's face it, you don't want to miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer and why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together.
Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.